Hello, everybody. It's been a while since I've uh, been in the game, been doing something. I mean, what, it's been probably three, four months or something like that, maybe? So, something like that, I don't know. Feels good to be back, though, man. I got uh, got rescued out of the, the shithole that I was in, the, the crappy, crappy position and, and job that I had. And uh, I'm back on the, on the bright side, man, where... Uh, I got a little bit more time on my hands to do stuff that I actually like instead of, you know, doing everybody else's job. So it feels pretty good. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm drinking coffee right now, so be prepared for a lot of throat clearing. And uh, I do apologize for that, but, you know, if I don't have my coffee, then I'm not going to be really uh, alive and coherent for most of the day. And I gotta kind of have that because I'm on the interstate right now. Mm. Oh yeah, nothing like that generic Kroger cold brew to get you through in the morning. Um, but no, seriously, it is good if you do it right. It is. It's really good. But being back, I wanted to jump in. You know, I was really excited about the sporting sporting world coming in to uh, this this new this new uh this new season i guess for basketball football and yeah that's pretty much it just basketball and football I don't really care about much else um but except for the olympics in february i'm hyped for that to get kicked off but anyway as far as where we're at right now i mean man how about that season we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start off with college football first how about that season though that was pretty wild am i right uh, yeah, I'm right. Uh, you know I'm right. But, I mean, man, it uh, it got real crazy there near the end, for sure. I mean, there was a lot, of, a lot of twists and turns throughout the season. Alabama was definitely the most consistent team all season long. Um, and then, you know, they took that L in the, uh, the Iron Bowl against Auburn and sort of tarnished their reputation, tarnished, tarnished their record. But... You know, I when I think about everything that has transpired, the way that it all shakes out, I think that last season and this season should be all the evidence you need to say you need to expand the playoffs to eight teams. We need an instead of a four team, we need an eighteen an eight team college football playoff that's the only in all honesty the only fair way to do it because think about you know think about last season okay first of all the thing has always been now apparently Nick Saban has always said this and I didn't know that this is just this is in all honesty how I thought it was which is what threw up the red flag for me last year so you know last year Ohio State made it into the college football playoff. And, you know, on top of the fact that they didn't win the Big Ten, they weren't the best team in the Big Ten, they, they clearly just weren't ready to be there. They made, they made the wrong pick. You know, the, the, the pick, the, whatever the, it is, the committee, well, I don't know what their name is, the group of guys and coaches that sit down and decide who gets into the, to the playoff, the playoff committee, yeah, um, they clearly just they just made the wrong choice because you know like i said 
Ohio State wasn't even the best team in the Big Ten. They certainly weren't prepared to be there. If they were prepared to be there, you know, Clemson probably wouldn't have blown them out 31 to nothing. Granted, Clemson, Clemson did go on to win the, the whole shebang and beat Alabama, but still, I think that it didn't matter who they were going to play, Clemson or Alabama, they still would have got stomped out um, just because they, they just weren't that good the last season. But, you know, that move that the college, uh, the playoff committee did, that set the precedent to say you don't have to win your, <clears throat> excuse me, you don't have to win your conference to be able to make it into the playoff. And I think that that is a, I think that's a good statement to send to say that anything could mix it up. But I also think that's why they need to open it up to eight teams. That way the champions do get in. Because basically what you're looking at is with the four-team playoff, you've got room to invite somebody that maybe won their conference but isn't as good. And then you've got, you have no room to invite somebody who didn't win their conference but is clearly the better team. And so they need to open it up because it's going to give the playoff committee more freedom to make the right choice. And, you know, that there needs to be that kind of room to, you know, go in and, and finish out the season, I think, you know, because they still have bowl games, you know, for the, the playoff and everything like that. You know, like, I don't know what it is, you know, what, what the names of them are, but the two semifinal games before the playoff are still, you know, highly touted bowl games. That's still a big deal. So, I mean, it... It, it gives somebody a chance, but I, I just think that last season they made the wrong choice, but they set the precedent to be able to let people in who didn't win their conference, which I guess is okay, but I feel like it would just be a lot easier to handle if there were more teams in in the first place. And, you know, this year, this year I definitely think they made the right choice. I think I totally think that they made the right choice this season, the way that everything had gone. You know, uh, because, whoa, I just passed an old, like a 71 Mustang Mach 1. It was super clean, too, the shaker hood. Anyway, um, so everything that had happened, you know, Alabama gets beaten by Auburn, a two-loss team. Auburn goes to the SEC championship game and, uh, you know, Georgia, who you know, to play Georgia again, which they've already played Georgia, but to play Georgia again, which is basically a home game for Georgia because it was in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, you know, which is in Atlanta. And so that the SEC championship game was essentially a home game for them. But, you know, whatever. They get beat. And so now the, the playoff is, is wide open. What do you do? Okay, so here's the, here's the big thing. Here's where we look at it. If it's a four-team playoff, here's the one criteria I don't think that you could bend or, or, or break or, or whatever the hell you want to call it. Here's the one criteria I don't think you can move on. You can't have a two-loss team in the playoff. You know, because who do you have right now? You've got Clemson, you've got Georgia, you've got Oklahoma, you've got Alabama. Those are, I, I don't think, 
I think that you, seriously, you've got to be a delusional Ohio State fan to honestly believe that Ohio State is better than any of those teams. Seriously. Even considering the fact that Clemson and Alabama both lost this season, they're still compared, I think personally, compared to the rest of the college football scope, the rest of the teams, the rest of the country, those two teams, Clemson and Alabama, might as well be pro teams. They might as well be NFL teams. Now, Georgia could shock everybody, I think, and, and Georgia has a really good opportunity to make it to the, to the uh, championship. And it would be awesome if Alabama made it to the championship also. But I only see one of those teams making it, and I really think that it's going to be Alabama. I don't think that Georgia's going to win. Um, I think that they've had a great season, and maybe they've got something to build on next year. But I just I don't think that they've got it to make it to the playoff. But anyway, like I was saying, so you've got clearly the four best teams in the country. Like I said, the only person that maybe argue against it is going to be some, like I said, delusional Ohio State fan, or or a Wisconsin fan. That's that's it. Now, Wisconsin is the only team that I could say that was like, uh, okay, maybe we should let them squeak by. But if you look at their schedule, they didn't really play anybody all season. You know, they're, yes, they're in the Big Ten. They've got to play Big Ten schools and stuff like that. But all of the people that they beat were like, you know, sort of lower-ranked teams if they played, you know, if they had to play anybody. And they weren't exa- they weren't blowing everybody out, you know. They were they weren't all runaway games. They everybody had just said that as undefeated, yeah, but they're still not that good. So the four best teams in the country, you know, they they pick them to go in, all one loss. You can't have a two loss team in. That's pretty much just where it ends. You know, like I was saying, Wisconsin's got a little bit of room, but nobody really thinks that they were that good. They were undefeated, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything, you know? So, as we're, as we're rounding everything out, though, you know, you look at the way that everything shapes up and the criteria that you can go by, I guess based on just, you know, if you want to look at it, head on and say, okay, the easy criteria to be able to say who gets in and who doesn't. All right, first off, did, did they win their conference championship? Okay, no. Did they make it to their conference championship? Okay, yes and no. All right, did they have two losses? That's that's it right there. Three, three, that's the three criteria I think that you should go by. And it's, it's going to be tough to argue around that because I think that you almost have to work your way from the bottom up, you know, instead of from the top down. you got to work your way bottom up. If they're a two-loss team, now, granted, if we have a year where there's, a, where there's a, you know, the best teams in the country, if we've got a bunch of two-loss teams in the top five, then, yeah, okay, maybe that opens up some room to maybe squash that third one there and get somebody, you know, you know, pick somebody up off that. We just bypass that two-loss team system. But I don't know if that'll ever happen. That's why it's so easy to judge if you're a two-loss team. You know what I'm saying? So you look at it, and 
people complained back and forth, you know, mostly Big Ten and Ohio State fans complained, I should say, you know, uh, Nick Saban, always the person to say you shouldn't get in unless you've won your conference championship, is going to get in over, or got in, over, you know, Ohio State who won their conference championship. And it's like, okay, well, let's pipe down, pipe down for just a second, and let's take a look at, let's take a look at, at the record, the strength of schedule, let's see what's going on. Okay, so between Ohio State and between Alabama, I, I took a look at it a couple of days ago. I'm pretty sure both teams play the same amount of ranked teams. All right. Because Ohio, when Ohio State played Michigan, Michigan wasn't ranked. Rightfully so, because Michigan's clearly not who we thought they were this season. Um, so they, they played the, the same amount of ranked teams. Let's take a look at their losses. Okay, so right off the bat, Ohio State has two. That's a point against them. Alabama's Alabama only has one loss. So let's look at those losses. So Alabama or uh, uh, Ohio State gets beat by a top five team at home. Okay, they got beat at home, but it was against a really good team. Arguably the second, probably the second, maybe the third, but probably the second best team in the country, Oklahoma. You know, I thought I think they got beat pretty good. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield playing the flag. It was a pretty awesome scene, I think, because, you know, Ohio State blows. Um, but they got they got beat at home. Again, granted, it was against a ranked team. Granted, against it was a really good ranked team. They got beat at home. Alabama didn't get beat at home, regardless of who they played. Okay. So then let's look at their – let's look at Ohio State's second loss. They get just – destroyed, blown out, I mean, get their asses handed to them by Iowa State, I believe it was, was it Iowa, no, 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 not Iowa State, not Iowa State, just Iowa, the Hawkeyes, they just get destroyed by Iowa, I mean, just get beat the shit, and this was against an unranked team away from home, okay? unranked team away from home so they've got two losses two pretty substantial losses and only one of them is against a good team okay let's go to Alabama's loss Alabama's one loss was against Auburn at Auburn a ranked team so they lose to a ranked team away from home Auburn who at that point people were saying Auburn probably is like top five team in the country and, you know, people can argue back and forth whether or not they were actually that good of a team because they did have two losses. And, uh, you know, they clearly they got beat by Georgia. And so how good really were they? Well, okay, so maybe they had a good night against Alabama. But Auburn was peaking at the perfect time at the end of the season. Granted, they had two losses. So unless something crazy happened within that, like, last two weeks – of the football season, they weren't going to the playoff or anything like that either way, but they were still a really, really, really good team, you know, going in. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, they were a really good team going in. And so, you think about that, weigh your options between Alabama and Ohio State and see the only point that Ohio State has 
to go for them and say, yeah, this team deserves to be in the college football playoff is the fact that they won the Big Ten. And, you know, they had to, in order to win the Big Ten, they had to play a weaker Wisconsin team. And they won. You know, granted, they beat them, but they had to, to beat a weaker Wisconsin team in order to make it into the playoff. Or to win the championship, I mean. And so I think you look at those, you, you look at basically everything that they've got going for them, the strength of schedule, you know, who have they played, who have they, who have they beat, who have they lost to, what have they done over the season, what are their accomplishments. I would say, all things considered, they're on a pretty even even playing field. Alabama and Ohio State are. You know, just, again, all things considered. They're on a pretty even, even playing field. But I think that Alabama does get the advantage, all things considered, because <clears throat> of their one loss was to a good team, and that was away from home. And because of how consistently, how good they played all season. I mean, the only game that they lost was the last game of the regular season. It was rivalry week, you know? They, they lost to Auburn at Auburn. You know, they played, they played great all season long. They played consistent football all season long. They beat Texas A&M, a ranked Texas A&M team at Texas A&M. That's no easy feat. You know, tech, at home, the 12th man, Texas A&M is pretty, a pretty hard team to beat. I don't think that there's anybody that can argue against that. But, you know, Alabama pulled it off. Alabama beat LSU. You know, that's, again, no easy feat. A ranked LSU team, they beat LSU, you know? And so, I mean, you, you think about, again, the grand scope of things. Where are they? What have they done? What have they accomplished? Who have they lost to? Alabama shows up as the bigger team. But again, because of that, which again, I thought it was the criteria, I thought it was the rule, you didn't win your conference championship, you know, people were butthurt about them getting in. I think, and you know, I think that everybody that wears a suit that talks on TV thinks that they made the right call. So we're all in an agreement on, you know, part of it. So clearly that means that somebody knows what they're doing. Um, Excuse me. Um... You know, you take a look at, at everything. They, they made the right choice. And it's going to be a really great playoff because they made that choice. That's at least the way that I see it. Literally, the only way this college football playoff gets any better is if Miami gets into it. If Miami is, not in, if Miami is in the college football playoff, we're probably looking at a possibility to have the greatest championship game ever played. You know, the only thing about... Miami was that their offense was not really there, which is why they ended up not getting in because their offense couldn't carry them the rest of the way. They they couldn't carry them to the to the championship. I mean, Miami was a they were a fun team to watch, man. The, I mean, their defense was just ridiculous. But that was what their team was built on was their defense. I mean, it was insane. Their that defense and the turnover chain. I mean, that total that changed college football, and that's and it's awesome because. Setting setting that that standard at Miami is going to do a lot of good things to bring a lot of talented kids down there, and they're going to make Miami good again. And that's something that I really love to see.
And personally, I think a lot of people would love to see that because some of the best days in college football were the days when, you know, the U was one of the best teams, you know, when whether it was back in the 80s or whether it was, you know, uh, the late 90s and the early 2000s. You know, when the U was around, when they were cracking skulls as one of the best teams in college football, that was a lot of fun to watch, man. And that that uh, 2000, yeah, that 2000 Miami Hurricanes team, that's like one of the greatest football teams in college football history. You know, I mean, that defense was stack-loaded. It was insane. But anyway, getting a little off topic with that. So I think that they made the right call. You know, uh, all things considered, the college football playoff, we're looking at a really good playoff. Those three games to end the season, they're going to be three really good games. And, and I, think that, I think that we've gotten lucky this season because the college football uh, committee, the playoff committee, was smart enough to make the decision to bring Alabama in regardless of everything else and regardless of what some, you know, some fans who think they know what they're talking about are saying. And, you know, and here's my thing. This is my position on it. You know, so take it for a grain of salt, all, all the things that I say. But I like to think of myself as a person who's pretty unbiased when it comes to college football because... I don't. The four teams that have got it in are not one of are not any of my favorite teams. You know, my my favorite teams as far as college football has been are concerned. This year, the Miami Miami being good again has sort of brought them up as as a possible team to meet for me to be a fan of in my eyes. But really, what stands out to me as my two favorite teams are Kentucky, of course. You know, my alma mater, and uh, uh, you know born and raised in Kentucky to be a Kentucky fan so it's in my blood and I've always liked USC always liked USC and so you know um, I just think that uh, I, I my my opinion on the subject of college football comes from an unbiased position it's coming from a place where I don't have a favorite in this so I, I want to try to speak to the game as strongly as I can with, you know, some pretty good supporting evidence. And I think that with everything that is shown, what everything that was shown to us this season, the four teams that are in are clearly the, the four best teams in college football. You know, like, like, seriously, that's it. And the thing is, is you can't look, it's hard to look at those four teams and say who the weakest one is. If I had to pick, I'd probably say Oklahoma, but that might not necessarily be true, you know? Like, I, I'm just saying that just off of a guess or a hunch or whatever. I'm not saying that because it's based in anything. Because I honestly don't know. But if I had to pick one, I would pick Oklahoma. And for really no particular reason. So, I think that, I think that we're, we're in for a treat, personally. Um, it's, these last three games are going to be really good. You know, uh, Kentucky has made it into a bowl game, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, and yes, I know that's stupid. You're excited just because your team made it into a bowl game. They haven't even won anything. Okay, well, you clearly don't understand how bad Kentucky football was for a few years. So you, you, if you did, you would realize how big of a deal this, this is to us Kentucky fans, and you would be okay with it. Uh, we're going into, I think it's the Music City Bowl against uh, Northwestern. 
which could be an interesting game. I really don't know much about Northwestern football, so it, I don't know. We could go out there and we could get a good bowl win, or we could go out there and uh, Northwestern could play fucking lights out and uh, could shut us down and send us back to Lexington crying. So, you know, it's it could go really either way for us. And uh, I, I don't know. I'm excited to see that win as well. Um. Looks like I may be out of time for right now. I'll try to get back with you guys, uh, with, with, with everybody later to, to keep this going because I'd also like to talk NFL and some college, uh, basketball, you know, um, see, you know, we're pretty early in, in basketball season at least, but still give us, give us an idea about what's going on. Um, but We'll see what happens. We'll see what shakes up later today. Maybe I'll have some time. I can come down and drop a couple of notes and stuff like that. We'll we'll see what what goes on. So, uh, but you know, as always, guys, thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. Um, and uh, have a great have a great day. Have a great morning, guys.